Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us on From the Friar. Today we're covering Sister Wives, Season 2, Episode 2. In true fashion, I did not write down the title, but Cody and the family are going back to Cody's family ranch. You know what the main theme that I caught this episode? What's up? Well, this episode and the seasons prior to current seasons is we got to see the Browns actually doing stuff. We weren't just, how does Robin say it? Sitting there, sitting around. There was so much family history shown Mm -hmm. in this episode. I think this episode, you know, if we think about all, you know, every season, every episode, there is so much information given to us in this one episode. It's pretty fantastic. You hear the history of not only Cody joining the faith, but then how the wives came in and then how families reacted and how Cody's parents got into it. It was an incredibly sweet episode, especially with the grandmas. I loved them. It threw, Did it throw you off when they have to put emphasis on saying Janelle's name as Janelle and then <laughs> grandma like Janelle? <laughs> Yes. There's there's like a almost like a one letter difference in their name. Also, we were really It was like Janiel. It's like Janiel. Janiel. They had to emphasis but on that. Did you realize that at one point we didn't realize who was talking to who? Like for we were like, "Wow, Grandma Janiel really named her daughter Janelle." But that's not how it is. That's Cheryl's yeah. daughter. Yep. Yep. I was so thrown off. I miss seeing the family together and the older kids interacting with the younger kids. Like, you don't see anything like that. Not even a fraction of it now. They don't do anything now. We sit there and we talk to them. They sit in a semicircle and we talk to them and Cody yells at them and then that's it. Something I didn't recall, but they mentioned that Hunter and Logan, and I'm sure maybe other older kiddos, They actually spend their summers at the ranch. Yes. And so this was just easy for them. They're used to the farm work. Now, I would imagine since they eventually make the move to Vegas, that probably ended after they moved from Utah. That's sad. I didn't think about that. And the grandmas didn't get time with, well, as much time with them, probably, especially as they went off to college. And wow, that's so sad. And then... We were just making ourselves sad all episode, just remembering the old times with the family. Also, Janelle's mom passed away, you know, since then in these later seasons. So it was really nice to see her with her sister wife and the kiddos. And I enjoyed watching. She just seems like a nice soul. Yeah. Just a very kind person. She's a nurse. So she must have that sort of intuition to take care of people. Until you don't listen to her speak. Lays the law down. (laughs) It was fascinating when they described... I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, but how they describe how sort of self-efficient, how mobile the moms are, the grandmas are, Mm -hmm. compared to Cody's dad, Wynn. Yeah. And how, you know, just years of hard labor, of hard work, have kind of broken his body down. In, in, In essence, or in a way, when I looked at Wynn, I kind of thought of your grandpa. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Just well, just years of hard work, working the farm. And you know, I mean, your grandpa's almost 100. So it, it's okay. Yeah. So but, a little bit different. A little but, bit different. But they, I feel like the reasons are totally the same. Just like hard farm work your whole life. I guess it's just 
to see the drastic change in someone that worked so hard mm-hmm. to see it just feels drastic when they take a step down or they take a step back and sort of slow things down a little bit. Yeah. But it it, it might feel like a major change. Oh, yeah. All right. Anything else before we jump in? No, I'm really excited to break this down. It was a really good episode. I mean, we got to hold on to these good Sister Wives episodes. So much action. We have to hold on to them because, well, we have a lot of seasons left. But, <laughs> so many. But yeah. Yeah. So Cody says that he and the family are going back to the dirt, back to normal, going to his dad's ranch and playing cowboys. So they're kind of splitting up the trip in two kind of groups of people. 18 of them will go tonight. Cody, Janelle, and Hunter will go tomorrow since Janelle has to work and Hunter has, I believe, football practice. A lot of the funny little clips from Janelle revolve around her not really wanting to take care of her kids. The queen. Why? (laughs) Okay, from season one and two, there's just a lot of sequences of Janelle being happy to mention that she can just sort of dump her children onto the other sister wives. I love it. Live your life. That's hey, this is that's, a fucking power move. It's why you're in this family. <laughs> so Janelle says it's nice to have people around who can take the kids and start their vacation early. One of my favorite parts this episode. Christine says we are leaving at four four thirty sharp. Hunter says so we're leaving at six. He knows. He's used to this. We talked about it in an earlier, in season one, there was a trip as well. And can you imagine taking 18 bodies or trying to get that many people to sync up, go use a restroom, pack your shit, get in the car, like moving that many bodies in one direction. Leon, we had three kids this weekend. We had to get them from our house to the baseball fields, had to pack all the gear all the stuff and like we were on time but by like one minute to spare we got one kid waking up from a nap we got one (laughs) kid that's fully packed ready to go we have one kid still on his computer gaming yeah multiply that by six exactly yeah that's insane also their whole travel plans in general like I, i just can't be comfortable no the whole thing doesn't make sense to me so eight hour trip Logan's in the car joking it's going to take 12 hours, but oh boy, it takes so much more. Let's think about this. Let's think about this. From the jump, it's an eight-hour trip. Mm -hmm. Let's just say it worked perfectly and it was an eight-hour trip. So you're leaving at six at night to arrive at two in the morning? Yes. Thank you. Why are we doing that? Don't these farm people... I imagine they get up really early. Go to bed really early. I mean, they're probably getting up at four or five. Yes. So what are you going to do? Show up and like, hey, we're here. Wake up. Or can we go to bed? Because you guys are about to start your work day. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I understand the concept of wanting to get on the road as soon as possible and have the max amount of time. But I feel like you would have a way better time if you just left really early that morning. I am definitely a proponent of just leave the next day early Mm -hmm. in the morning. Everyone's packing like crazy. Some kids are saying they haven't packed at all. Some are saying I need to pack more. It's just chaos. Everyone's in the car. They get going. An hour outside of their town, Robin's car starts making a noise. It's billowing smoke. It's on the side of the freeway. It can't even start. The car is a hoopty. Yes. First of all, they use this vehicle. Like this was bound to happen. 
at some point. It just so happened that they were going on a trip. So Logan, being the father he is and head of these households, he gets out, checks the engine. I don't know if he knows what he's doing, but he has the confidence, so I'm here for it. Okay, they must have. He must have done some pretty standard checks. Like he checked the radiator fluid, right? The coolant, for example. Yeah. Uh, he checked the oil, and he came to the assumption, mind you, this is like a sixteen year sixteen year old at this time. Yeah, he came to the assumption that they're probably low on some of that. Mm-hmm. And here I'm thinking, okay, Cody Brown, head of the household, <laughs> your family's going on this pretty pretty major trip for them. I mean, it's a lot of bodies. The patriarch of the family. Don't you have standard checks of the vehicles before we embark on these lengthy trips? I feel like that would be the natural thing to do. But there's no way Cody put the thought into let's make sure the kids and wives get there with the best vehicle and the best conditions. I will check all this before they leave. I can't see it. Another point after they broke down, they send... Okay, mind you, while, while, as we're watching this, I imagine they're actually much further down on the trip because just just how dark it is, it, it's very it's very dark out there. I just imagine it's been multiple hours, and they mentioned it's only been an hour. So they send they send Christine back to get um, oil and coolant or something. Yes. Okay. Wouldn't it have been easier to just ask Cody to bring that stuff if they're only less than an hour away? By their own words, mm-hmm. then have Christine drive all the way back and back to where they are. Yep. Mind you, Cody could just go back home because he's not going till the next day. So he can just go back and go to sleep. Yeah. And everyone else is continuing this drive. It's not fair to make one of the wives go an hour back, figure out this stuff she needs, if Cody even helps her with it, and then drive all the way back in hopes, in hopes that fixes it. Correct me. Did I catch this right? Did they stay? Did, did they all go back and stay at the house? No, no, no. Hotel. So okay. when Christine brought the fluids back and it still didn't work, they uh, had a tow truck come get that car, a rental van delivered, which I'm convinced is a production van. It looked just like a production van. And then they either drove a little bit further or right there just got to the nearest hotel. Let's say it's 8 p.m. 7 p.m., mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Unless there's some 24-hour rental spots, how the hell did you get a rental van? Yeah, I think production pulled some strings and were like, hey, you can just use this. You can use one of our vans. Yeah. We have another van. It's an hour away. We'll get you going. Mm-hmm. The next day, we see Cody on his motorcycle on the way to the mechanic to look at the motor, whatever he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> giving the mechanic a hard time. But I would like to point out that Cody, the father of this, what, how many kids? 16 kids right now. Yeah, I believe it's 16. Has only the most practical vehicles, a motorcycle. You can fit one other person on that thing. And also the Lexus. The two-door Lexus. A two-door, it has four seats, but you are not fitting four people in there. Only the most practical vehicles for this man. At what point, at what number of children were you like, I need a motorcycle. It's so it's so practical. Yeah. I need it. Also, one, I forgot Cody even, even had a motorcycle, period. And two, how the hell was the sexy car 
Robin Cody photo not taken with the motorcycle. I know. It'd be way 1% cooler <laughs> motorcycle than the car. I would react pretty similar to how Cody's reacting in his mind. He's like, there's no fucking way I'm paying $5,000 to get oh, this yeah. engine on this piece of crap car. No, get fixed. a new car. Not worth it. Put no. it towards something else. You guys need something else. You guys need that 15 passenger van. Why don't they have that? Thank you. So it is the next day, bright and sunny, and we are still driving. They pull over at Red Canyon to take their traditional photo, and Robin is immediately stressed. Why in every situation, if it's not exactly to plan, is it zero to 100, nothing in between? The, okay, there is... Now that I think about it, there's there's some memorable, a lot of memorable moments in this episode, but we get the infamous wyoming scene yes so all the kids are sitting kind of on the edge of this canyon the moms are taking photos and robin says everyone put your arms in a y for wyoming and mary was like what (laughs) mary starts cracking up pointing out how dumb she is and then i think she immediately felt bad and started laughing was like sorry i love how mary you can tell she loved pointing that out oh i know or grilling her about it yeah. loved it i do appreciate though that like 70 percent of the kids still had the w true see and if you notice i think it was logan and uh the legend were making wise <laughs> but one of i think it might have been paid and he was making a w i'm like okay even though robin said make a y like wyoming i feel like the kids were actually going to smartly just spell it out and like oh. make like a cute like kid thing. <laughs> You're giving them a lot of credit here. <laughs> I am. I may be digging a little too deep. That's okay. It oh, was oh, cute here's, regardless. Here's, here's a question. Here's a question. And I like that we were actually, we had differentiating opinions on this. I said, there's such a gaggle. And then so, I mean, there's so many kids. Uh, someone's going to get hungry at a different time. Someone's going to go to the bathroom. We got to pull over. Someone's got to take a whiz. Okay. I get it. They're trying to do this whole, we're, we're one big family, we're all like forming a, a, a train and, and we're all going to like stick together. But wouldn't it be, but in that way, if one person has to stop, they all stop. Yeah. Wouldn't it be more efficient if everyone just went at their own pace and their group stopped when they needed to? So you're not just accumulating all these stops together. And my point was, it's about the journey, not the destination. You are going to have fun together regardless of where you're at. It's not about getting there quickly or efficiently. I hear what you're saying. (laughs) But a lot of the bitching in this episode was about how long it took them to get there. Yeah. Speaking of that, it took two days of driving for an eight-hour trip. They That day, they spent the night in the hotel again. Okay, part of me is like, okay, you know production is paying for all of this. And, you know, good for you. Have a little vacation. Make it. Enjoy your ride. Have a little couple four-hour days of driving. Play in the hotel pool. I feel like we missed some sort of, I want to say world building, but this is real life. (laughs) Time, like, yeah, let's get a shot of brown kids hanging out in the pool, making cannonballs. I would have liked that. Jumping on some hotel beds, like, just living life, right? And I feel like... That was kind of just like, eh, let's cut that out and just just keep going. This yeah. is taking way too long. 
Can you imagine if me and you were, let's say, in a hotel hot tub and 16 kids come rolling through? <laughs> I'm leaving so fast. How many rooms do you get for that amount of people? Two. They make it work. They're not no. getting 10 rooms. No. Oh, they are packing them in. They're getting the cots. We're breaking out the sleeping bags. The pullout beds. Yeah. No. <laughs> I could never. No, I think it's a minimal amount. But maybe since production's paying some connecting rooms, that'd be fun. See, I would like to see that. Um, you have three adults. You got to have an adult per room or at least like adjoining rooms. Yeah, it's, you know, five kids and adult. Yeah. Twin beds, twin queens. You, you can make some work-ish, maybe. They're used to, you know, making it work. So I think a hotel, everyone would be so excited they wouldn't even care. You're all right, though. If anyone should have those giant, you know, 10 to 15 passenger vans, how do the Browns not have that yeah. vehicle by now? I mean, I get financially they're quite expensive, but if they're getting a new vehicle now, that would be the way to go. I mean, if you're if you have three cars to transfer everyone versus one car to transfer mm -hmm. everyone, it's like heck, even two, two is better. Right, right. Just to point out again how inefficient this drive was, Cody and Janelle left a whole day after the entire crew and they got there only one hour after them. Amazing talent. <laughs> I feel like Cody. Yes. Work was the overall theme and Janelle girl. I know you're smart. I feel like they know how things go on these trips. Oh yeah. And they sort of weaseled their way out of this journey. I would volunteer to take whatever kids need to go to practice the next day to avoid all everything that happened i'll take a few older kids to practice mosey around watch a movie go out to lunch and get on this drive the next day also i'm just saying if i'm janelle i'm taking advantage of the fact that i have the whole house to myself did they mention what part of wyoming they're in no well i mean kind of they talked about landmarks in the area but i don't know the exact town because i'm just thinking for eight hours from because we've done the trip to Wyoming mm -hmm. from Utah, and but ours is only like two to three hours, and it's sort of really right a little bit when you cross the Wyoming like border. Exactly, it was such an easy drive for us compared to all of this. So maybe they're like Central Wyoming, maybe. Also, there was a callback to one of our personal stories and something the Browns said. So there was a scene, and, and I can't remember who it was, but. We'll talk about it in a little bit. When they're climbing the rock and they get to the top, they said, oh, you can like, you can see the farm. You know, it's right there. You can see it all. And I was like, remember your cousin said, I mean, yeah, it's Wyoming. If I like step on a rock, I can see it all because <laughs> it's so flat. We would always go visit our family in Wyoming. And yeah, the kids were real excited to move away. <laughs> like, I know I was a visitor there, but I always had fun. I, I, I do love the, the the deprecating humor of your own state. It's, oh, it's yeah, like that's, it makes they it love that it. much more funny <laughs> when you're visiting. You're like, oh, okay, that's what you think about it here. <laughs> we tend to put a positive spin on things. Yeah. I went. I recently went to uh, Ohio, like my first trip to Ohio. And, you know, I just, I like sports, like foods. So I'm just like, oh, I'm going to try all kinds of stuff, right? The, when I talked to the local folks from Ohio that I was uh, going to meet up there, it was just... They all just hated Ohio. And I was like, what? I was like, this, it's so, it was so strange to me. Hey, if you live in Ohio and you love it, hit us up too. And like, give I me want some, someone to give, tell me they love it. Give me some recommendations. 
Cody and the wives are sitting on the couch doing their interview, and Robin's talking about how she spoke to Grandma Janelle. Janelle? Janelle. Janelle? I think it's Janelle. <laughs> okay, well, I, my mouth doesn't want to move that way. You have to plug a twang on it. It's, oh, yeah. I'll try. Okay. So she was talking to Grandma Janelle. Very good. There? Very okay. Good. Mm-hmm. And she was nervous about everyone coming over, especially with the investigation and kind of the coming out recently. But Robin says that she knew they needed this break, that they needed to get back to their roots. Robin, you're new here. What? These are not your roots. This episode was also another great example where I think I think Robin is self-conscious that she's new to the family. I do. And it's almost it's almost like um. When you're in a new situation, new people, people have inside jokes or bantering, you almost feel like you have to weigh in on the conversation to feel like be a part of a part of the group. Mm -hmm. And even in the sit downs, no matter what it is, it's almost like Robin has to get her two cents in. And you and I kept thinking, Robin, just just be quiet. Like (laughs) nothing. Just calm down. Like it's okay to experience something for the first time. It's okay. I do like how fast she's essentially speaking for the family. When oh, she when she I mentions, oh, you know, it feels good to get back to our roots. It's like you are presenting yourself as speaking for the family. So you're very comfortable doing that so quickly. That feels out of line to me. Like as thinking, because I always do, I put myself in these situations. Let's say I'm there with my sister wives. That would annoy the crap out of me that you are a polygamist expert that has never been in a polygamist relationship. And you know all about Cody's parents and just all this stuff. Maybe I'm just putting a real negative spin on it. Were Cody's, were they at the wedding? I don't think they were. I mean, they're older too. They might not, we're not. It's a long trip. We're not not traveling. No, 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 that's a long way. So they make it to the Brown family ranch and they are going to paint. Is it Grandma Janelle's house? Yeah, Janelle. Oh, okay. Janelle. <laughs> Thank you. People are going to hate how we're pronouncing that. I'm sorry if it's wrong. That's just the way I heard it on the te- television. No, I swear I could it have has fucked a up twang. Hearing. I think it has a twang. We're just going to keep saying it that way. So it's kind of chaos immediately with the kids trying to paint each other and running around. And I didn't realize this was just the primer coat. So I was like, oh, we're really just doing a whole, whole house of tan, trim and all. But it looked a lot better later. I get this is an act of service and sort of out of love. But what would you, how would you feel as a kid essentially working on your vacation? It's how it is. So again, like grandpa's farm, it's what you do. Same thing. Like you're going to go and you're going to do these little tasks that maybe they don't have time for. And it's not a priority to them. And yeah, no, it's how it is. And it's not a vacation. Is there a balance there in the Browns or is there are there vacations always work? No, I mean, remember when Robin saved up her grocery money and took Cody and her kids to Hawaii? That's purely fun. Her grocery money. <laughs> oh, do you not remember this? The the family's money? Her grocery money. What? <laughs> yeah. So you wait for that episode. Both the grandmothers kind of sit on the couch and have their own interview about joining the family, what polygamy means to them. Lots of metaphors about the spokes of a wheel, how the more spokes, the stronger the wheel, the more wives, the stronger the family. It was all really sweet. Something I found really interesting in their conversation is Grandma Cheryl and Janelle 
how they talk about what what you know emotion someone goes through when a wife is added and, and sort of going on to the you know you you're sort of um jealous selfish there's just so many emotions but they also something i found interesting they also mention it took them so long to be where they're at now like to be this close i mean they made it sound like a really long time yeah Oh, they were so sweet. And then I love seeing them cooking together and like getting tasks done together and like truly best friends. I, I try to compare that to like, let's say all the all the wives stayed with Cody. Like, what would they be? 60, 70 becoming oh, no. friends? Or, I mean, or no. is it just never? Oh, and something interesting, right? Uh, Cheryl and Janiel, they have separate homes. They do. Yes. About a quarter mile from each other. So it's a little more fascinating because even... We, we kind of like to shit on Cody and say, well, your dad went to polygamy. You came back from your or your, your you know, your dad you know shifted going into polygamy. Then you came back from your mission. You're like, yeah, I kind of like that. I'm going to be a polygamist, too. But where do you get this one household thing? Like even in his dad's case, they have two different homes. Well, I think it's typical to have one home. But you think his dad would be old school and have the one home. But no, maybe even, they even, did at that time. Maybe she moved oh. in. And then they were like, yeah, we hate this. <laughs> and then they got the separate houses. I see what you mean. One of the most infuriating portions of this episode is when Cody's mom is holding her breakfast burrito. Cody comes up behind her, almost looking like he was giving her a hug. And he says, here's the funny thing about a mother is what's hers is mine and what's mine is mine. She'll give me anything that she's got. Proceeds to take about half of the burrito, shove it in his mouth, take a bite and put it back on the plate. He says, this is my mom's breakfast. And she's so sweet. How disrespectful. I wish we had a psychologist. that could just analyze this moment and be like, what is this human doing? What are they trying? What message are they trying to send us? Cause I'm all kinds of confused. Janelle was very confused. This is like some weird, mom's love power trip like it's odd i have okay i have never ever taken my mother's food no i would give up my food for my mother like you're supposed to like fix especially your mom's age fix their plate make sure they're comfortable this man would not allow but cody brown takes his mom's burrito and just eats it. I'm like, what? You should be giving your mom food. That's wild. So disrespectful. And she didn't even react. I think it was like, yeah, there's cameras around. I think I'm just going to play it cool. I think so too, but I shocking. And then I kept thinking about it deeper and thinking like, so your wives are mothers. Do you view them that way? So like what's theirs is mine. What's mine is mine. For sure. Yeah. It's For sure. A, a constant example. It was, remember when Christine and Cody were essentially doing the breakup thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, in some way, he's saying, like, this is my house. Oh, yeah. He said like, that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so you're, you're what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, you're, you're right on. Then we meet Uncle Tim, and he's a real awkward cat. The first thing we hear him ask the children is, you know what wrestling is? It's not in the back seat with a girl. That's wrestling. Uncle Tim is an awkward duck who, 
Ah, uh, yeah, he he doesn't. The the social interactions are just uh, they're not the same as as Christine's. I'll say that. Savannah was like, "What? <laughs> She's so little." But then Christina say like, "Yeah, we haven't had that talk with him yet, Uncle Tim." Yeah, like she handled it well. Let's uh, move on next. Also, we were joking that Logan's cousin, that is about the same age as him, is like what Cody wishes he could be, like a true cowboy. You know what's wild? Hmm. The Browns, there's like a distinct facial feature. It's it's all right here, like nose, mouth, eye area. I I would agree. It, it's very distinct. Yeah. So at this point, everyone is participating in a cattle drive, moving the cattle to the corral to be vaccinated. Some people are on horses. Some people are walking, kind of taking turns. And I would like to point out that Cody is doing all this physical labor in a dress shirt. Why can't this man just put on a t-shirt ever? I don't know, though. Cowboys, they kind of rock. Don't they rock the dress shirt? Like a flannel, I feel like. Yeah, like the long sleeve kind of. This was like, what is it called? That was it Tom Hardy, Ed Hardy, whatever that is, with like sparkles on it. Like it, it wasn't needed. I was surprised of how good some of the kids were on horses. Yes. Like very comfortable. They're totally fine. Hunter, natural. Like, Logan, okay. natural. When you're riding horses, there's kind of not a, you either look very comfortable and like in control or you're like the horse is going to feel you and like you are not comfortable and it's not going to listen to you. Yeah. But I was amazed of they were, I mean, very comfortable. It was, it was cool to see. It made for really, really good scenes in Wyoming. By the way, this whole day, it was a day. It was. It, it was, was so long. Very long. So against instruction, McKelty decided that she was going to take a horse and go way back with the horse, like way far away from everyone. The horse came back without McKelty, and we see a scene of her sobbing on the ground. We get her up. She has a huge bruise. They're trying to figure out what's going on with that. But then Cody says this horse needs to be taught a lesson so it knows it can't get away with this. And I was like, I don't even want to know. That's just very intense. I don't even know if that's how it works. Is that made up? I don't know. So they can tell she's in a lot of pain. And just to be safe, instead of, you know, getting care at the doctor, we are going to go to the chiropractor. Now, I'm a fan of chiropractors. I'm halfway a fan of chiropractors. I've, I've gone to, to plenty of appointments. I fully believe in it. But, you know, falling off of a horse, something could be broken. The best course of action is probably to go to the hospital and at the bare minimum get some x-rays. I'm hoping the chiropractor did x-rays. A lot of places do true, have true. x-rays, so I'm that hoping. Is true. Although, hey. If you fell off a horse and you were in hella pain and went to the chiropractor and they like in a miracle just like popped you back into place and you felt good, that I would be a believer. I mean, that is essentially what happened. She said the doctor was amazing. Mm, he she popped was walking, everything back she, in. Mm, she was walking kind of funny. You still have to deal with the bruise and the swelling and everything. But she was moving a lot quicker and on her own. You know her back hurts to this day. Oh, it was bad. You know that that's a, just huge. a lifelong injury. It was huge. Yeah. Like you just need to lay on some ice. Janelle and Maddie are kind of talking to each other about how it's kind of what she gets. She disobeyed and she went way far away on the horse they told her not to get on. And Maddie says, I wanted to say I told you so, so bad. So they're vaccinating the cows, getting everything done, and it is getting super late. Grandma brought dinner to the corral. 
They had a bonfire going. It looked great. She did have to lay down the law when she was trying to explain workers eat first. Then we get to find out about the sleeping situations. Janelle stayed with her mom. Christine and Mary got hotel rooms in town. And Robin and Cody stayed with his mom. They can't even hide it, can they? No, it's already here. Amazing. Absurd. It's Robin. Do you want to stay in my old room? Oh, gross. <laughs> Do you want to live my 18-year-old fantasies? Uh, you're totally right. <laughs> the next day, everyone is helping rake up the leaves, and it is the second day of painting. After some painting, Cody and the family go to blow off some steam, visiting... I didn't know how to, what to write. I wrote a big rock. <laughs> like a rock formation. Like, what a, do you call A rock this? formation is a good one. The first thing we hear is just Robin yelling, Brianna, stop. Brianna, stop. Cody says the kids will be fine. She snaps back. They're on the side of a cliff. Okay. At this point, they were barely like first hump, just like a little, (laughs) a little hill. I'll be honest, though. Now, we know Robin's a warrior war. Her kids are very sheltered, all that good stuff. And you kind of see that play out in this scene. When they really started climbing this thing, I'm like, you know what? That is kind of fucking high. It is. And there's there's no there's no guardrail. No, there's no stopping. Yeah. It, I wouldn't do it even as an adult. I'm scared of heights. Like, am I trusting these rocks? No. Yeah. So, no. no. But I'm still going to roast Robin. <laughs> Janelle laughs and says, I'm not trying to laugh at you, Robin. And her response is, I don't think they're perfectly safe. And then we hear, Aurora, sit down. Aurora, sit down. And I was just like, oh, gosh. I'm telling you, they were barely... <laughs> Barely. Like, if these kids fell, they're going to slide like a foot. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> at least. We see Logan being a sweetheart and buddying up with Savannah. The other moms are starting to climb, and it looks like a really nice time. We cut back to the house since painting is done, and they want to reveal it to Grandma Janelle. Her and Cheryl are so cute walking together. Did you notice how close they were? They were, and they were wearing, like, their nice shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a really nice scene. She says, it shines like it has a halo around it. Oh, so sweet. A little tear of my eye. I know. On the next time on, we finally get to talk a little bit about finances. We see Janelle paying the bills, seeing what she can pay. Cody just wandering around the room. (laughs) Robin talks about the pressure of her not having a job right now and hoping that the family finds worth in what she brings to the family. I think we're going to be a little mean in the next episode. Well, I'll tone it down. (laughs) We're we're really kind people in person. It's just this is fucking reality TV. We might go in a little bit next episode. What's preventing Robin from contributing? That's all I'm saying. I'm going to leave it right there. What's preventing it? All your kids are in school. Work a couple said, hours a you, day. You said it, not me. You said it, not me. You're not the one in charge of making the homemade hamburger buns. What else are you doing? I am excited to <laughs> deep dive it with you next episode. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on this episode. I hope you have a good week. Take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you all. See you later. Bye.